Hello and welcome to the latest Leading Line podcast. For the first time in nearly 80 episodes, we have no Chris. So today, your host is me, Campbell Finlayson. And we have a teammates podcast with Kilmarnock duo, Laura Neal and Shelley Campbell. Girls, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, thanks. So we'll have the teammates thing, find out a little bit more about your squad members at Kilmarnock. And, but before that, we'll have a week chat about sort of pre-COVID and what happened there. Um, Shelley, obviously, you left Rangers and then joined Kilmarnock at the start of the season. How did that move come about? Um, well, obviously, I'd worked with Andy previously at um, Rangers, so um, it was good to go kind of follow him to Kilmarnock. It was a bit of a familiar face there for me. In terms of then, obviously, once you moved to Kelly, did you know many of the players already? Obviously, you knew Andy, but did you know the likes of Laura and any other, other teammates that were there? Um, yeah, I had played, obviously, with like, the likes of um, Monica and Lauren McGregor and stuff uh, at Rangers. Um, and I had known a few of the girls we, um, playing against them. But other than that, no, not really. How did you find it trying to settle in them when you're moving to a new club? Um, I think, obviously, with the familiar faces around, um, it was easy, but see, the, obviously the girls I didn't know, they helped me settle in great, and also the staff were good as well. He's, um, you had the SWPL Cup started, where you had defeats to Motherwell and uh, Forth of Farmington, but you had a draw with Patrick Thistle, what was an entertaining game at Peters Hill, and then obviously you got a draw up with uh, Aberdeen in the league. That game was then voided, so how was it, how annoying was it for the fact that you'd, you'd got those games started, and then obviously COVID happened, and that kind of rendered it all pointless? Yeah, it was also it's quite frustrating when you get a also with the defeats. It's also a bit of a tough start. But um, as a new, we were a new team also with a new manager, and also Andy wasn't brought in until towards the end of pre-season. So we felt as if we were just finally getting going um, as a team. And then obviously the game started to call called off. So especially just after pre-season when you're doing all that hard work, um, it's obviously frustrating when the games get stopped. You played obviously um, Aberdeen, and you were ahead in that game. Lost it quite late on but how disappointing was that having travelled all the way up there for that opening game? I think it's always going to be a tough place to go Aberdeen I think obviously the travelling and stuff but I think they're, a, they're quite a good side and I think we've done well to maybe get that lead but I think obviously the last couple of minutes we kind of lost focus a bit. Did it make it any easier for you the fact that it ended up being irrelevant anyway given what happened with Covid? Well, yeah, a bit, but it was also a bit frustrating to find out they're carrying bookings and stuff through from a season that was voided, so that's a bit frustrating. <laughs> Surely the points, are like the bookings rather, they should be voided. You've mentioned that, obviously, so Shelley, you were, you were, I think it was a commandment, yeah, the Patrick Thistle game, sorry, you were sent off in. Um, I'm not sure if the SWPL Cup is, is officially done or if it's still going or what the script is with that, and obviously, if it's still ahead, that'll be why they've said you were unable to play but how frustrating again is that that you've then started that season this year of yes you lost the game but is it really a bit unfair do you think that you've you've then had to be you've been given the three nothing defeat yeah definitely I think for myself it was obviously um a bit more frustrating obviously because I thought that the suspension was gone obviously because the season was made null and void but it's just one of the things that needs to it was going to probably happen anyway Obviously, COVID kind of it's, it's impacted everybody. So, how tough was it for you lot knowing your season's just started and then it was taken away for you again? And you've obviously had however many months it was um, with no games. Yeah, it was difficult, but as a team, we'd, we'd stayed in contact all the time. We'd set ourselves um, challenges. So, we split into like running groups 
um, and then we've done a lot of Zoom calls at quizzes, but the different kind of workouts as well. So we just tried to stay um, in contact as much as we would just so we could see each other in person. Um, but it's also not the same as being on the kind of training ground and playing games, but we just had to make do with what we had. Talking there, obviously, before we start recording, Laura, about um, yourself being one of the players that contracted COVID. Again, that obviously then delayed your start of the season. How frustrating was that, given you'd waited so many months then have it delayed for another week? Yeah, it was annoying. Um, we also seen when other teams have started back playing and we just had to wait. Um, it was very frustrating as well. We were also behind. The, the three players in the team had it in total, So, but more girls had to isolate. So that's again, I was missing out in training sessions and it was affecting your fitness as well, especially the ones that had it. It was um, obviously, it was hard enough trying to exercise when you could go outside, but when you're stuck in the house, trying to keep fit was hard. Um, so there was a lot of us had to isolate, which affected it. There was um, the late goal for Hamilton, that game went against you, but your next two games, you scored late goals yourself, or you got the uh, winner at Boromir, and then obviously you scored again late against Stirling. Um, Kelly, seem to be the team we go to for scenes, as you know, loving the podcast. So, how good is it, especially when it's you scoring a late goal? How much did you enjoy those two goals? Oh, it's amazing, especially when it's last minute. Especially like, if you deserve the goal, it's even better. Um, just now, we've also been struggling with a lot of injuries, so the goals are meaning more. Um, when they're going in last minute, it's just such a buzz. Um, like the full team, you can, as you can see when we celebrated, how much it means to the full team. Um, it's just, it's obviously when you score yourself as well, it's amazing. There's been um, obviously at the weekend as well. It was a disappointing defeat, but again, you're playing now with nine players missing. How tough is that when you're having to see a lot of the younger girls that maybe wouldn't be starting usually and having to play these games when a lot of players are out? I think it's difficult, but like the younger girls are coming in and they're stepping up and they're like fighting for their, their place in the team. And I think they're really um, doing really well. You're obviously captain, Laura. How do you do you sort of take control of some of the younger ones and try and take them under your wing and sort of give them that help throughout the games? Yeah, no, definitely. They're all very, very keen to learn and um, a lot of them have come up from our 19s. Um, so it's obviously they've came through the kind of club pathway, so they know how we play. Um, it's just also fitting into the team and maybe becoming a bit more kind of aggressive in games. And then um, we've recently brought in Wee Kirsty O'Brien, who's obviously fantastic in the wing. And then Eva Gray, she's been solid at fullback. So the youngsters, are you can't really tell that some of them are quite young because um, they came in and just settled in quite the thing. You've also started to talk about some of your teammates, so we'll get to the main part now. I've got, I think I've got 22 questions written down. Again, let's say you can give as much detail or rip people as much as you want, simply put. So um, we'll start off with who in your team would you say is the best trainer? Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm um, Laura. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Captain Fantastic. I'd say maybe Abby Robinson. She's got some engine on her. Just never stops. Good answer there, Shelley. You need to stay with her and be the captain. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of pace, who would you say is the quickest player on your side? Kirsten Monroe. Yeah, Kirsten in the wing. She's rapid. Very quick. Who's the slowest? Me. <laughs> I don't know. We were discussing this earlier. I don't know who's the slowest. Who would win the race between you two then? Laura, Miles. Yeah, I'd say myself, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all see your, your 5 and 10k times, etc. It's, it's crazy how quick you seem to be, so I'm fair play you for a, that one. <laughs> addicted. <laughs> um, who would you say is the hard man, sort of, well, the hard woman of, of your team? Who's the player that you just you wouldn't want to mess with? 
Um, Lauren McGregor. <laughs> I or Alex? Yeah, maybe Alex as well, but I'll say Lauren. <laughs> Not a fan of Lauren shouting at you if you go then, no? You just wouldn't disagree with her. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the most skillful player? Um, Emma Dawson. Yeah, Emma Dawson. She loves a wee flicks and tricks. So you should not made the period in training? A few no. times, yeah. No, I don't think she's got there yet. <laughs> We're gonna let her do it, are you know? No. Um, who's the teacher's pet who's just constantly at the side of Andy? Lauren Sloan, Chisholm, definitely. <laughs> She'll have to be right now. So it was a sore injury she took um Boromir game is how she coping with that. Yeah, she's also she's in a lot of pain. She's got a, a kind of young kid as well, which isn't helping. He's just started to walk, so she having to bend over quite a lot with him. Um, in quite a lot of pain with that. A shame. That did look a sore one. Ribs are not something you want to avenge. Is it? Is have any of you two ever had an injury? What's the worst injury you two have had? Um, for me, it's probably I sprained my knee, but that's like the worst. It's not really. Right. I've met probably sciatica on my back. That was not fun. That can't be great right enough. <laughs> um, who in the squad has the best dress sense? Um, Shelley. I'd say Dot. Mm. Cheers, Laura. So you're giving each other good answers now, aren't you? <laughs> um, who's got the worst? Uh, I'd say Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca of the right. Slack shoes. No, thank you. <laughs> She'll love that one. Um, who is the joker in the team who fancies themselves as just the, sort of the funny guy? Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, Alright, say me. No, that's a bit yeah. like isn't it? <laughs> what sort of things do you get up to then? Um, don't know. I just like to ring people up, don't I? Yeah, and she's also TikTok famous. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do on TikTok? Love a wee dance. <laughs> We'll get to that's another question later on. Um, who would you say is the most intelligent player in the squad? Oh, Amy Doc. Oh, definitely. Oh, she's no dispute about that one, no. She's, she's so clever. <laughs> um, I don't want to them, obviously, but who's, who would you say is the least intelligent player? Um, I think we're quite a clever squad, I don't know. I take quite a lot of time sometimes to pick up drills, so maybe me. I'm quite daft. Just don't want, don't, to be, don't want to be too rude to anybody, do you? <laughs> no, I'm just really, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll say myself then, because I'm quite slow at picking up drills sometimes. I don't think there's really anybody, is there? No. Come on, at the smartest squad in the league then. I think so, team full of brains. <laughs> we'll use that one in introducing this. Um, who's got the best weak foot? Abby Robinson, she's good with both feet. Ah, yeah, yeah, Abby. Mm-hmm. She used to be quite a hard worker in the team, Abby, actually. Would you say she's, you've mentioned her in a few categories earlier on. What do you think it is that makes her sort of stand out? It's just that it just never stops. Her work is fantastic. She go to the film nights and have the same amount of energy at the end as she does at the start. It's frightening. Um, well, come on, you're, you're dancing then, Shelley. Who would you say is the best best dancer in the squad? Shelley. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> If it was a video, I'd make you do some, but you're on like you're on the audio, so you're fine. Um, who's the worst dancer in your squad? Mm, that's a tough one as well. Maybe Lauren McGregor. I don't know. To be fair, I'll say Lauren McGregor. She's hurt her knee now as well, so it would be even tougher for her. I hurt quads, so she can't. Can we dance now? 
<laughs> um, who's the sort of dressing room DJ who's always got the tunes on? Used to be Dana, but she actually just had a baby, so we used to call her DJ Dana. So she's just back with having a wee baby, so hopefully she returns to her DJ spot. <laughs> what kind of stuff did she play in the dressing room? Oh, just a mix of everything. Um, between like dance music and kind of 80s music, just a mix of lots of things. Do um, have any you got any <clears throat> any music you like to listen to before a game or any superstitions or anything like that that you have every single time you before you go out on the pitch? I've got a bit of a superstition. I do everything like with my left. So if I'm putting like my my, my top on, I put my left arm on first, shorts, left leg. <laughs> I to do that as well. We left shoe first and everything left sock, left boot. It's just it just becomes habit, what doesn't it? Aye, I don't even realise I'm doing it anymore. Um, who is the messiest player in the squad? Lauren McGregor, she loses her stuff everywhere. I mean, it's who's is this, who's is that, and it's always Lauren McGregor's. <laughs> Lauren's not getting any good answers, is she? She's getting, getting pelters for everything here. <laughs> Make it well. How about you two? You're too quite clean. Yeah, I'm quite tidy. Just like everything yeah, in order. Like, but I think mum and dad would probably disagree. You're different in the house then to actually at games. Aye. <laughs> it's just nice to have everything in order though, isn't it? So you know what's what's what before you get in the pitch. Yeah. Um, who's the biggest moaner? Who just loves to complain? Alex. Yeah, Alex loves a moan. But it's an it's a good one. Like she just likes to get us up for it and stuff, so it's it's a good moan. It's passion. Yeah. <laughs> good word for it. Is there anybody that's just totally always raging? No, I think we're quite a happy squad. I think you're quite cheery. Probably me sometimes, to be fair. I don't think you're ever moody. I think you're quite a happy person. Oh, got a big smile. <laughs> you're the happiest in the smartest squad in the league, then. That's, that's good going. Um, who's got... You two have done well so far, but who's got the best partner in the team? Lord McGregor. Aye. Give her a positive. Lord McGregor. <laughs> who's got the worst? Um, Abby McDowell. Yeah, Abby McDowell. Yes, big thing. Footballer. Yep. What's Abby so bad McDowell. about it? It's just cringy. <laughs> so I think that's because she's one of the younger players. It's just sort of different to what you you two have grown up with. Yeah. Aye, probably. Mhm. Mm um, who is your best friends at the club? I think we're quite a close team. There's not really kind of. We're all kind of hang out with each other. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, I think I don't know, we're just kind of one big group. We don't go off in like we kind of subgroups and that. We'll just, everyone else talks to everyone. It's quite nice. So in a lot of clubs you go in and there's like we kind of cliques and stuff and it's trying to fit into a clique. But with Kelly, I've certainly found that you come in and everyone's just gets on with everyone, which is nice. Do you feel that helps sort of, obviously at training, but then when you step onto the pitch as well, there's no, if there's any arguments, it's, it's positive criticism and there's nothing, you're not just shouting each other for the sake of it, you're kind of, you're, you're tightening it like that, you're saying you'll get on well. Yeah, I think that's what made me settle in easily. Um, right, and the last teammate's question, who's got the best nickname at the club? Um, probably Kirsty O'Brien, she gets called Bobbins. <laughs> Bobbins. <laughs> you want to explain that one? So there's three couples. No, then the fitness coach Kirsty McFarlane. So when Kirsty came in, we said you need to have a nickname because too many Kirsties, and she suggested Bobbins, and that's what it's been. So it's Bobbins. Why on earth would you suggest Bobbins? 
I don't know. I think she regretted it as soon as she said it, but. <laughs> Well, we've found out more about the squad there, I'm sure. You'll get plenty of happy folk, but also plenty of people who having a word with you at training next time you're there. But um, in terms of back to the season, you've got Queen's Park away on Sunday, who have had, had a good start of the season themselves. They get a win against Dundee United on Sunday. How tough a game do you think that will be heading up to Lesser Hamden? Yeah, Lesser Hamden is such a big park. Um, so it's also just playing to the strength of the big park. We've got a lot of players coming back in um, this week from injuries. So... Um, hopefully, as well as defending well, we can actually start to score more goals now and just kind of finish our chances that we're creating. But Queen's Park, like I said, they've had a few good results, so um, we can't rule them out. I think they'll be they'll be solid, especially in the kind of middle of the park with Lauren Cairn and stuff and Chloe Doherty. I think they'll be really good in the middle of the park. You beat them um, in pre-season. Obviously, you had more of a full squad. How much of a challenge do you think it'll be now that you're obviously missing quite a few players? I think it'll be difficult, but I think um, it's... We've, we've, we know we can beat them, but I think obviously maybe different. I think they've brought in a good few players, and we've obviously got a few injuries and stuff. So maybe be more of a challenge than what we actually think it will be. You mentioned earlier, Laura, you've you've got a different squad to last season. What would you say the sort of the main differences are between Kilmarnock for last year to Kilmarnock this season? Um, also, this year quite a, a young squad. We've got a lot of youngsters coming in. Whereas last season it was an older squad with a lot of experienced players, which have left. Um, so it's different in that way, but we still need to play the same. Um, just obviously try and pass and keep the ball moving and stuff. So not much has changed in the way we're trying to play. It's just more maybe an age difference, if anything. A bit of experience is gone. Do you think that will help? You obviously you need experienced heads there, but at the same time, a lot of the younger players you'll get more energy, so and they're always they're keen to be sort of involved in the game. Do you think that will be a positive for you this season? Or do you think it's sort of something that you could maybe do with some more experience? Well, we've still got a lot of experience um, in the league. We've also brought Leah Swan in, and she's got a lot of experience as well. But um, I think having the youngsters in will be good because they're obviously still kind of a career where they're still learning. So um, I think every game we'll just see the youngsters improving, especially if they're playing next to experienced players and the coaches are great. Um, so if there's anything they're not sure of, they're obviously quick to answer questions and they'll pull people aside at training and give them kind of different ideas to try, which is always great. Um. SWPL2 was very competitive last year, as it tends to be. Do you think it's going to be even more competitive this season? Obviously, you've seen Aberdeen come up on a 100% record so far, scoring goals for fun, whereas you've then got teams like Aki's that have sort of struggled a wee bit, and they're even done United dropping points again, whereas yourselves, Thistle, um, and sort of Queen's Parkland, teams like that are all, you're picking up points, but teams are losing games as well. So if anyone can beat anyone, how competitive do you think it will be this year compared to last season? There's definitely no easy game in the league. I think there's no like, there's no going to be a team you're going to turn up and just walk over. There's definitely going to be like a fight in every game. What would you say your realistic aims are then for the rest of this season? Um, I think we um, ideally we need to ha- uh, aim for like the higher end of the table. Um, definitely. There's the two automatic promotion places this year, and like as you're saying, there pretty much everyone in the league could get to them. What do you think Kilmarnock's chances are to get to that? And do you think having to, like keeping a full injury-free squad will be crucial to that? How important is it going to be that you get all these players back fit and keep them that way? Yeah, we've also had, probably had the most unlucky start out of all the teams. So for us, it can only get better. Um, if we've managed to pull off results and we've got half a squad, it just shows you that when we get the full squad back, then reaching the top two is definitely it's doable. So I've got every confidence that we will. Um, also, 
we've got more players coming back in Sunday and every week. From now on, we'll keep getting more and more players back, so we'll become stronger every week, which is good. You've obviously, you've won two of your four games, and even the two you've lost, despite having that depleted squad, they've only been by the one goal, and it's been late goals as well. So you can, you can obviously take positives for that. What would you say, sort of, is the main thing that will help Kilmarnock this season to win games ahead of other teams? We just need to start finishing our chances. Um, we're creating chances in games, but it's just finding the back of the net. Um, but that will come once we start scoring. We won't stop. Um, it's just obviously find the goals. Myself and Amy Burrows, which she plays centre half as well, we've both been lucky enough to grab a goal each, so hopefully we can keep scoring as well. You imagine to spread the goals around the team, obviously. Uh, up front, you see most of your players there are injured, so it's, it's important as well, do you feel, that for the likes of yourself and Amy at the back and even the likes of obviously Shelley in midfield, how important is it going to be for everyone in the team to be helping with the goals? Yeah, um, obviously, it's always... Usually me and Amy kind of score from corners and stuff like that, so if you can help out with scoring, it's always a wee kind of bonus as well, but when we've got our attacking players back, then um, it'll, be, it'll get a lot better and a lot stronger in front of goal, I think. But it's obviously it's great for the full team that's been scoring, not just your kind of strikers or your attacking players. Have you set yourselves any personal targets for the season? Yeah, for, for myself, it's obviously, as a centre-half, it's also to try and... We don't want to concede many goals, so it's trying to remain kind of defensively solid and um, obviously help the team to get as high up the table as possible. Um, add goals to my game. It's not came about yet, but um, and I think as a team, it's probably aim as high up the table as we can. Do you think it helps you, Laura, that as much as obviously centre backs you want to stop the ball getting to keeper, but does it help you that in Laura and you've arguably got the best keeper in the league behind you? How much confidence does she give you in games? Oh, it's great because especially we know how she plays. We know what she's going to get and what she's not. She knows what we're missing and what we're going to get. So the communication and understanding between defence and Lauren's is fantastic. But like you said, she's easily the best keeper in that league. She's um, she's amazing. We're just also lucky to have such a good keeper in goals. Um, also, with her out injured, it's a big blow. But um, we've got obviously plans for that. So it's we'll be fine for the next couple of weeks. But we can't wait to get Lauren back in. Perfect then. Um... So we'll find out a lot more about your squad and for the, the two of you for your aims this season. Thanks very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I said that at the same time there, eh? <laughs> um, yeah, Kilmarnock are away to Queen's Park on Sunday. Obviously, no fans allowed in at Lesser Hamden. You should hopefully have highlights from Ayrshire Film Company if they're travelling up to Glasgow. Otherwise, you can keep in touch with that game and the rest of them eh, on the club's Twitter feeds and the SWPL website. And myself and Chris will be back next week with a review pod. Thanks very much for listening. See you later.